I, yeah, just, just a couple things. Uh, uh, first of all, I want to wish uh, women's soccer team luck today as they find out their draw in the NCAA tournament uh, as the Big Ten champs. So really proud of them. Uh, one wish best wishes to men's and women's basketball as they start their seasons today. Um, excited to see what they do and uh, get, get, to, get to start watching them play. So uh, we're excited about this football game uh, this week. Um, it's an excellent team coming to town, a dynamic offense. Uh, as uh, Tagovailoa is as good a quarterback as there is in the Big Ten. Um, I've known Mike Loxley. You know, he was uh, he was college friends with my cousin. I've known him since I was about 15 years old. So a lot of respect for what he's done and the process he's done in building that team. Um, it's, it's as athletic and explosive a team as we'll face all year. So third-ranked offense in the Big Ten, um, be a real challenge for us, and uh, one, one that we're excited for, though. So uh, with that, I'll see what questions you guys have. What was Prince Wells' um, injury Saturday, and what's his availability? Uh, you know, he was, he was in the protocol and so um, wasn't able to get out of it. So wasn't healthy, I shouldn't say that. So um, uh, potentially we could see him this week. After you look at the, the film of the, on the offensive side, did you pick up anything that maybe didn't see initially? Yeah, you know, um, the, 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 the shame of it to me is that there were times where, like, we like the first drive, of the second half would come out, and we're just we're running the ball, and we're getting 12 yards and 15 yards. But the two things that we need in order to score, with kind of where we are right now, we either need an explosive play or to convert third downs. Like, and I know that seems pretty obvious, but those those aren't always happening for us. And so, you know, on both touchdowns, you know, we we had an explosive play that allowed us, you know, Heinrich on a scramble, Heinrich on another scramble. But in terms of coming out and hitting a big pass or hitting a big play. Uh, didn't 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 have enough of those in the flow of the game until the game got behind us. So, um, you know, we had runs that got to the last available tackler, and he made the tackle. So, uh, you know, they they came out in the second half much more aggressive. They pressured us, but you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I say that every week. I'm, you know, just kind of how people play us. They pressure us, and we're not quite you know beating them you know to the level we want. Like, came out with a reverse. You know, it, it's a it's a play away. It's about this far away from being a home run. And, and so we have to make some of those plays to win these games, to score more points and help the defense out, especially on a day where the defense wasn't quite at its normal self. Um, and, you know, I, I thought down the stretch, to be honest with you, I thought I told the team, I said, this could have been one of those days that we show our team forever, like, hey, this is how you handle the fourth quarter. You're down 10 points. You you get these stops. You get the ball back. And, you know, you're, we're really, I mean, if the ball gets to the 40-yard line, we're going to kick the field goal, and I think he's going to make it. And unfortunately, just couldn't get those last 15 yards um, so, I, you know, hopefully for us, it's a real growing experience. You know, you got you got those three freshman receivers out there, and they're playing man, and 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 they're 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 aggressive and they're grabbing us. And I kind of warned them during the week. It's going to be like, it's going to be you know, it's going to be like backyard football. You're going to have to rip off. And um, hopefully, hopefully from what was you know a very disappointing game, there'll be some things that our guys take away from it. But I'll, I'll say, Steve, we had we had some real missed opportunities on offense. That 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 you know, to me, you have to win to win games in November. You mentioned, the, you mentioned the defense. How much of Saturday was wear, just general wear and tear, getting a little banged up, and how do you balance having that edge in practice with being, you know, keeping your team healthy and fresh in November? Yeah, I don't think any of it was that. I mean, we got, I mean, we got beat on, we got beat on man on the first drive, man to man, a guy doesn't play his guy, and man extends the drive. Tampa two, the middle player comes running down on a draw fake, and the ball gets thrown over his head. Uh, double pass, the corner comes running up. Touchdown pass, guy jumps outside, thinking it's a fade, the guy runs a slant. None of that has, I mean, none of that has anything to do with any of that. Um, 
you know, what we're learning, everything is about learning how to win. And I think we've learned how to like, we've have learned how to win, but winning in November is completely different. You get everybody's best. You know, they game, they game, when you're, when you, when you come in with a winning record, they game plan you and they attack you and they take their shots at you. And, you know, we're in, you know, we're in man to man with a middle defender. They're throwing posts down the middle of the field and we aren't, we got to pick those balls off. Like there's plays that I know our guys can make that, um, when we got to that moment, we just didn't, you know, we just didn't go make them. And so that, that falls on me. Like my job is to teach them how to win these games in November. Like you have sacks, you need the sack fumbles, ball gets batted up in the air. We catch it in the red zone and then we drop it. So, you know, and I, I'm not talking about Makai dropping it. Just, I, I think Makai can catch that ball too. So I don't think any of it is wear and tear because, you know, they might've had a run here and a run there, but we stopped the run like normal. We, we got to the quarterback, but if you look back through the course of this year, um, our defense, has done a lot of really, really great things. We have not taken the ball away enough, and we give up explosive passes. And the explosive passes, it's one thing when a guy jumps up and catches the ball on you. We keep playing. It's another thing when we're just not doing our job and uh, missed assignment. And so I think the guys would all say that. I say that with the greatest respect for our players. I love our players. I just want them to understand that they don't have to do anything special. They just have to do what they do. I thought this would be the game the offense answered and helped, and we just didn't get that done. And on special teams, we didn't get it done. You know, I hold myself accountable for the punt returns. I should have given Ethan some more chances on punt return. Um, you know, as I looked out there, I kept seeing the gunners kind of running down and being in their face, and I, I didn't want to put a freshman out there for the first time in that type of a ball game. But I, you know, I called him in on Sunday, and I said, hey, Ethan, I should have given you more of a chance because when he got his chance, he was ready. So I hold myself accountable just like we hold everybody else accountable. But... Um, I don't think any of it, honestly. I just think it's, I think it's the discipline to do exactly what you're trained to do and uh, not do something different when you get to what is perceived as a big game. When you have a game where you don't have any penalty yards against, you, against your team, is that just entirely a good thing, or is there anything about that that you can look at in a critical way in terms of your aggressiveness? How, did, how do you see that? Oh, no, I, I mean, we had a couple, we got a couple where we were hitting guys out like by the sidelines and out of bounds, I thought could have been called against us. So I, you know, I, it's a it's a unique game to talk about the officiating. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for officials, and uh, you guys asked me after the game, and I had to you know, needed a minute to, you know, but I do feel like I have to say something in defense of our team too. Like, um, I can't imagine what it's like to be out there and have to call a play. And so, I don't usually say very much about like you know the pa pass interference on Malachi. That's pass interference, right? I, mean, I think everyone knows it after the game, the face mask on Heinrich, but. I'm not out there doing what they do. And if, if we don't have officials, we can't have sports. And so I don't, I don't want to complain about those things. But it's, uh, we're sitting here at five and four. This is my fourth head coaching job. I'm in year 11 as a head coach. I've never had a touchdown wrong on replay. And I've, we've had it, you know, we've lost two games by three points. We've had it wrong twice this year. It was wrong at Minnesota and it was wrong here. And that doesn't mean we lost the game. We're not excuse makers, right? We have to do our best to keep it away from that. But the type of team we are right now, we, we can't have seven points spotted. And again, I'm not complaining about officiating, but replay is replay's difficult for me to understand. And so, you know, I know that the people in the Big Ten are working hard at it. I have a lot of respect for them. Um, I'll stay silent on it after that. But I really would have liked, um, you know, I really would have liked to have had one more shot from wherever we were at the end of the game, the 45-yard line, to hit an in-cut, take a knee, and kick that field goal. And um, I feel bad for our players that. I feel bad for our players that that you know. So we're sitting at five and four. We own five and four, but you know we had one game where the team scouted us. <laughs> We've had two games where we replay was wrong. I mean that's that's tough to swallow, but you know what? That's where we are. We are where we are. And the issues about giving up sacks and turning the ball over those are the main issues that we're going to work on controlling. Um, but you guys did ask me about that, and I didn't want to answer that. Hey, do you get uh, any 
I'll just leave it at this. I think everybody is on the same page that uh, that, 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 that was not a catch for the touchdown. I think everybody's on the same page that that was not a fumble and either should have been ruled or should have been gone to replay and overturned. There's a difficulty with the speed of those things sometimes, you know, and I don't have a timeout to challenge it because uh, we used our timeouts at the end of the game. I think everyone's on the same page. Um, even in replay, there's a human error factor, but um, our, our players did deserve one more play and that shouldn't have been a touchdown. Um, but that is what it is, man. We got to we got to play better to to not put ourselves in those positions moving forward. Coach, when you talk with any of the quarterbacks in practice about things like situational awareness, when to force issue, when to check it down, and just take your loss and move on. What do those conversations look like, and how does that kind of work on the field? Uh, I, um, I think we're always talking about situations. I think the biggest thing is is uh, with young quarterbacks, a lot of times there's expectation. You know, it's third and twelve, and you're trying to force a seam route when the shallow's open and you know, sometimes you catch that ball and maybe he runs for a first down. Sometimes you have to play through those things. Um, you know, I think you're trying to always teach those. Uh, you know, there's a fine balance, I think, between, you know, um, letting guys play and then sometimes you, you have to kind of try to jolt them back into the moment, you know. Um, but, you know, hopefully you build up enough trust with the guys that they understand when you're doing which and why you're doing it. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, I think that's there's a science to coaching and probably an art to coaching, and it's about, probably about doing a little bit of each. Here, here, here's what I love about Heinrich. Not everyone would want to be the quarterback in this situation right now. There's, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> there's a lot riding on your shoulders. Like if, 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 if you don't play well, if you don't execute the option well, if you don't execute the zone reads well, if you don't execute the power sweeps well, if you don't throw the ball well, um, there's not a lot of margin for error for us on offense right now. Like you know, we don't play well, and um, so every play is really kind of squarely on his shoulders. And, and like. As we continue to grow, you're hoping that you, you know you just hand the ball off every once in a while, and we're just we're just you know playing at a level where it's not all on his shoulders. But to go out and be the quarterback on a team that's battling every week uh, in close games, I mean, you have to want to do that. Everyone says they want to do that. You have to want to do that, and that's what I respect so much about Heinrich. He wants to do it. Like he wants to be out there. He wants to get. And so, as I've told him, when, when I coach Heinrich, I'm not coaching him for right now. I'm coaching him for like next year and the year after. Not that we're not trying to win right now, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, we're going to address everything as it comes and we're going to push him through because I think he's a winner. I think he's tough and I think he's learning on the job. And I think he, you know, he didn't play for a couple of years. And so he's catching up. He just, you know, it'd be one thing if we were sitting here at like two and six and two and seven and no one was paying attention and you can kind of make mistakes here. The games are all in the balance and everyone's watching. Right. And so over the years, I've always found freshmen tell me they want to play. And then all of a sudden, every game's tight and every game's close, and they don't quite want to play anymore. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, coach, there's a lot of pressure here. Let me let me redshirt and get to the next year. Heinrich wants to play and he wants to compete, and so um, we 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 try to we try to go through everything. I mean, even to get back in the game, the throw to Malachi and some of the throws he made were unbelievable, right? Um, you know, the one to Fedoni is just a little bit high. If that ball's just a little bit lower, then Fedoni catches that ball. So. Uh, just always working with Heinrich on his accuracy, and we're asking him to do a lot of things. You know, we're asking him to drop back and throw it, play action and throw it, run the option. Um, he's uh, he's he's battling for his teammates. So, I as I said, I have the ultimate respect for him and the way he goes about his business, and he's learning on the job, um, as we all are right now. You mentioned Power Turner earlier. I think uh, Nations right at that four game mark. Is it, is it worth it though to, to do that right sure and have him? Yeah, I think a lot of it depends on Billy. Um, you know, uh, 
we had a, guys, a lot of guys, to be honest, we had a lot of guys work at Punt Returner. And, you know, when we kind of lost a guy, not many guys really, you know, kind of have the confidence to go out there and do it. And Ethan has the confidence to go out and do it. I mean, he put, he put, you know, last Wednesday, he put a couple on the ground and he was out there last Tuesday and Wednesday night. I mean, he, he might have caught 400 balls and Thursday might have caught, I mean, he's working at it. He was out there last night catching balls again. So I think he, I know he definitely wants to play. I think for us, just seeing kind of where Billy is and, and if he's able to go this week, truly go this week, uh, would affect that as well. In Buford's return, give you a little bit more flexibility at corner if you wanted to move Malcolm back there. Yeah, you know, Malcolm got knocked out of the game, right? So Malcolm's, Malcolm's questionable for this week. We'll have to see where he's at. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think for us, especially when you face a tempo team like Maryland, you know, um, a lot of those guys have played a lot of football, just making sure we have enough rotational guys. Uh, but Malcolm can play corner, he can play safety. We, we've used him at both. Buford obviously does give us a lot of flexibility. We used him in a limited role this game and hoping that, you know, um, and this week he can, you know, play more if need be. Is, how do you feel about corner play, maybe opposite Quinn? I think Tommy Hill's been, I think Tommy Hill's been dominant. Um, Tommy Hill got, you know, got beat on a, got beat on a double pass <coughs> game and got beat on, and then came back on a slant afterwards. Um, you know, Tommy has to bounce back, you know, um, you know, just like Quentin, you know, Quentin, Quentin got beat on the touchdown, even though, you know, whether the guy caught it or not. But I mean, I put my arm out to keep playing, you know, he's played a lot of football. So I think our corners have played well. Um, you know, again, the, the shame of it is, it's, it's, again, it's not like, it's not like people are just running by us. You know, the guy in Illinois caught a deep ball on us. That the guy caught a deep ball last game. You play man, you're going to, you're going to give up one or two of those here and there. Uh, to me, the things that bother me are the, like I said, like the double, you know, the trick play, the, you know, the t tight end down the middle, the shallow cross that no one tackles. Um, just us being a little bit more locked into kind of being where we're supposed to be and, and doing our job. Um, and, and, and in fairness, I sat here last week and t said to you guys, like, hey, like we won the game against Purdue, but, you know, there's there's some things that are showing up that, you know, before every accident, there's a warning. I think I specifically said, like, if it's cover two and we're jumping up and the ball gets behind us and that happened on the first drive. so. You know, my job is to, to try my best to warn the players, like, hey, fix this before it happens. Um, it it got, came up and, and bit us because the other team is doing what I do. They're watching the tape not to celebrate. They're watching our tape and saying, where are their vulnerabilities? So I try to watch the film on offense and defense like the other team's head coach. And I go into Tony and I say, I would do this. Hey, Seth, I would do this. Ed, I would do this. And, um, you know, unfortunately it got us, but it'll, it will make us better. Yeah, you know, um, um, I think I think you always go back to why, you know, why. Like, like so two weeks ago, I think, you know, some of the things that are happen, happen, happened to Hiram two weeks ago is when he kind of came out against Purdue and the play was dead, not really knowing what to do. And and so we worked hard on that this week. Um, you know, the one in the pocket uh, this week, you know, the second one, I'm not, I'm not going to call the last one a turnover. He was throwing the ball forward, right? So I, I, I can't concern myself with that one. But the one where he had two hands in the pocket, I expect him to, you know, have two hands in the pocket, climb the pocket, knowing that they're going to try to rip the ball out. Um, you know, I thought he was better in terms of as he ran the football this week, carrying the ball, and then um, constantly just working on our, our feet and making sure that we're on time. Um, so I just think, I think it's perhaps like, you know, that, that first post, you know, while, while it was kind of like a punt because it went down the, the four-yard line, uh, that's a play that you know we hope that we can we hope that we can hit and make, right? You know, like we it's third and nineteen, we hit them on a double move, kind of like they hit us, and um, but you know we're just going to keep playing, and 
as I, you know, like PJ Walker, PJ, I think he's two and zero in the NFL this year as a starter for the Browns. You know, PJ's sophomore year, he he had more interceptions than touchdowns, and we just kept coaching him. I, we were hard on him. He grew, and um, pretty soon he wasn't that. So. I think it's just always going back to, hey, why is this happening? Is it a decision? Is it technique? Like, do I have two hands on the ball in the pocket? Do I not? Where are the opportunities that are there? And I'll just say this. Heinrich is like a lot of other guys on our team. It's just he's more magnified. Um, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all making small mistakes as we grow to become a better and better and better team. And, and um, uh, you know, he's just doing it, unfortunately, more visibly for everybody. But if he doesn't scramble and make those two runs, we don't score those two touchdowns. So we just kind of we're trying to eliminate the bad and, and, and accelerate the good. And James Williams uh, got another sack for you on Saturday. Is the plan still to keep him at four games? Yeah, he, he's kind of like the guy. He's the guy I was talking about last week when you guys asked me. I said, I think if someone can help us win, we'll continue to use him. Um, I mean, he, his, his, his reps, you know, his usage, I should say, went up this week. You know, he kind of played more in the base, not just in the pass rushing. And I think he, you can see him really going like this right now. So we're going to play this game and see where we are. But we'll do everything we can to win every game, um, provided the player wants to play. Right? As I say, the player's his career always comes first, whether it's Ethan or him. If they want to play and they're going to play meaningful reps down the stretch, then we'll play them. Um, so yeah, right now we have, the, we have the luxury of just focusing on this week. And we'll need it this week. I mean, I mean if you watch uh, the quarterback, I mean, he is. He's Patrick Mahomes, and he looks like Kyler Murray back in college. He runs left. He runs right. I mean, you, never, you don't see many quarterbacks in college football that can roll to their left and still make explosive plays. He can do everything that, you know, everything that you've seen his brother do, he can do. And uh, yeah, he does it with a lot of flair, no-look passes. So guys like James, we'll need those guys. Hopefully we have Prince Will. Uh, we'll need everybody to, to, to try our best to uh, contain him. What, what, kind of, what, what did that game represent for Malachi in terms of he got more targets than he has all season? Uh, his blocking grade was good. How did you see him maybe, maybe take a step in the last game? Yeah, so, so um, in our team chapel this week, Ron Brown, before the game, for the guys who go to chapel, he, 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 um, he, he showed, what, you know, team, I don't know, chapel, like whatever, life skills, whatever. He, Ron, Ron showed him blocking last week, okay? His blocking against Purdue was as good as I've ever seen a receiver block in a game. And he got punched about three times. And he just would stand up and put his hands up. And Ron's point was, you know, he doesn't show up on the stat line, but he dominated and affected the game in the ways that he could and yet never threw a punch back, right? And some of our old guys haven't understood that, but Malachi has. So to me, Malachi's affected every game he's played in since, since that Northwestern game. And um, I thought he blocked well. Uh, you know, we're asking him to go in there and crack linebackers, and we're asking our wideouts to do a lot of things right now, chip defensive ends. And um, Malachi did all of it. And then when the moment came, he had a chance to go make some plays. And... Um, what I loved about him was, you know, we threw a fade to him down the left sideline, and, and his take from the game was, hey, I have to go make that play. So when you have guys who are making plays and yet they're not satisfied, they're always trying to get better. Um, I, you know, as I say to our young guys, like the, the, the fact that we have, the fact that on offense we have a sophomore quarterback, a freshman fullback, a sophomore tight end, a freshman tailback, three freshman receivers, and they're playing in games where, like, hey, if you win it, you get this. If you lose, they're playing games that have these consequences. It will pay off, in my opinion, in the long run. You have a freshman left guard. Uh, it will pay off in the long run. Um, and you know what? They went out and they played man against us, and they grabbed the Sam, and they got, it, got in our faces. And so the Jadens and the Jalens, they had to, had to adjust to that. You know, a team like Michigan State, those guys out for Michigan State now, everyone was talking about the record. I kept thinking back to two years ago when they won 11 games. You know, like you win 11 games, you don't just, you don't just quit. And uh, you know, they made the championship caliber play. So 
I think Malachi having those opportunities, recognizing, hey, I can, I can do it. What, what do I need to work on? We'll need him this week. You know, they're going to come out. They're going to play man against us. They're going to pressure us. And uh, the Malachi's, the Jadens, the Jalen's, the Bullocks, the Hans, uh, we have to do more to get them involved. Without seeing practice, I ask this because we don't see practice. At quarterback right now, is it defined one, two, and three for you guys? Um, you know, we, we give Jeff reps with the ones uh, at times. Uh, so he, he gets to mo rotate in. We you know we kind of, we're not like your traditional practice. We get more guys reps. So um, there were times last week, early in the week, that Chubba took some reps with the ones, uh, you know, uh, here and there, not as much. He gets more two reps and then some three reps. Um, uh, but yeah, Jeff does get reps with the ones, as does, uh, as, as, obviously, as does Heinrich. Seven sacks allowed last Saturday. Are you comfortable saying how many of that is on the protection and how many of that is on Heinrich? And what made Michigan State so successful in that area? Well, you know, one was, one was unfortunately a quarterback draw that had an RPO with it. And we should just throw the RPO and probably have a pretty good play. And went to run the quarterback draw and just kind of, we kind of just stopped. And we had, so I, I can't count that one. Um, you know, one obviously was at the end of the game was a, well, you know, we did get hit. It was an incomplete pass. Um, two were on the tailback, you know. So I, I just think it's kind of across the board. I don't say that to blame the tailback. I just, I just want all of our guys on offense to recognize like, hey, all of us just have to keep getting a little bit better. And, um, you know, for like I said, for Emmett Johnson, he's our third down back. He's a freshman. Like, um, he needs to learn these lessons now. You know, he got hit. He got hit with a pick game, and they came back and hit us with the same pick game again later. And we made the same mistake twice. So you know, I walk in on Sunday morning. I walk right into EJ, and I'm like, "Did we cover this on the sideline? How does you know? How could this possibly happen?" Um, I go back to Emmett too, and then I, I me, I say, "Okay, I'm, I'm I have to do a better job of of teaching these lessons." So you know, we watch this tape as a, as a team uh, together, everybody at once, just so we all could see, um, you know, hey. The, how do you win and how do you lose? And uh, so, the, so I would say protection kind of goes across the board. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily pay as much attention to sacks as I do how often the quarterback is under duress. Like even on those two long runs, I mean, he's jumping around, getting people everywhere. So, um, you know, our protection has to be better. We have to strain harder. Uh, it's not, a, to me, it's not, you know, it's not necessarily always talent. It's about bringing your technique and outworking the other team. Um, same thing on defense about outworking their offensive line, and uh, you get down to these games at the end of the game, we, we, have to, we have to give our quarterback a chance to go make the plays to win the game. And as a quarterback, once you once you start having to run around a little bit, it starts to affect you. So whether that's the wideouts getting open quickly, the tight ends chipping, the tailbacks in protection, or the O-line, everyone's got to do their part. Um, and that's why I said earlier, we talk a lot about Heinrich, 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 but there's 10 other guys that have to allow him to be successful and give him the best chance to be successful. Was Michigan State throwing you looks pass rush-wise that you hadn't seen or hadn't uh, yeah, the, the pick stunt was, was, was new, but none of that matters. I mean, any team worth their salt is going to do something new. You better adjust to it on the sideline. When we get beat with something once, I, you know, hey, okay, let's go correct it. When we get beat with it twice, whether on offense or defense or on special teams, that's what, that's what bothers me, right? Like, hey, that the, either the coaches have to do a better job or the communication has to be better. So, um, again, these are – this is the bet. you know, I've never, you know – in year one of us trying to build something here for us to be in these types of games, I think it's really, really, really valuable. Um, only thing I say to our older guys is don't, don't let all this, all this wisdom be benefit the young players. Like I want our older players to go out and, you know, you win games in November too, by your, your best players making huge plays and showing up. And I, you know, we have some really good players. I need them to make, make the plays that come to them. You know, we need a pick six, we need a sack fumble. We need those things. That's, I mean, that's, that's how you win in November. 
given up too many explosive plays through the air, and now you can play a team that throws a lot with a really dynamic quarterback. How do you prepare your guys, you know, to to kind of stop that threat, knowing that there probably isn't a better team to exploit that, you know, other than Maryland? Yeah, it's a it's a heck of a challenge and a great opportunity. You know, it's it's um, uh, you know, I think the great thing about Maryland is that all of our guys know how good they are. They've seen them. They've seen them on opponent tape. They saw them against Michigan State. They've seen, you know, the quarterback. They've seen the wideouts. They've seen the tight ends. They've seen the backs. They've seen the run. You know, they've seen it. So they they know how they know how good Maryland is. And you know, I mean, it's 17-17 against Ohio State late in the third quarter. I mean, um, they are an excellent, excellent football team. And so, to me, the challenge for us has always been to humbly prepare for the other teams, the other opponent, but never make it about the opponent. Um, to not sit there and, and oh, what, what if they do this? What if they do that? But just instead make it about us. So we'll st we're, we're studying them. We, we, we know what they can do. We know how explosive they can be. But we got beat last week when our eyes weren't where they were supposed to be or when we're in a third and, and we come running up on a run play and the ball gets thrown on a double pass. So, again, the lessons always go back to just, hey, guys, trust yourself, trust your technique, do your assignment, play hard, play together, and probably going to have a chance to win games. And even though we didn't do that the whole game, it was still 2017 late in the game. And so you still had a chance with the ball at the end to go win the game. So let's let's just build off of that. And, and um, it, it's it's a really really explosive offense. It's a real challenge for our guys. And um, you know, but, you know, they, they know what's coming. They won't be surprised. Um, you know, they'll have to play their best to have a chance against this offense. On those, on those reverses, um, I think you guys have run like four this year. Um, I, I don't know that any of them have gained more than like seven yards. Obviously, it's designed to be a big play. Is there something you want Jalen to maybe do? Differently on those runs, no, because he has so much speed to try to run around everybody. Or... Yeah, and you're, you're right. We would like, we would love for those to be longer. To me, those those plays, those are kind of like the Miami Dolphins are doing it now. It's the, we kind of consider those like just run plays or just like end around type. They're not really like a true like down the line. Probably should run reverse more of a traditional reverse sometime. But those are like gap scheme end arounds, just trying to utilize him as an extra rusher. So you know, I always say like, hey guys, when we call those plays, you know, get five yards, get you know, six yards. But um, I just think it's guys down the field making one more block. And again, you know, when I look at things, I'm always like, how far away were we in that game from having the explosive play that breaks, breaks the game open? You know, we're, we're kind of about that far away. You know, like honestly, you know, I, 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 took, I, I took a piece of turf after the Colorado game and put it in a box. I said, hey, guys, you guys were this far away in Colorado from batting that ball down. And I just kept showing them like the blitzes and the guy takes a bad step and he, he gets there. and. Shador's hands here and we're here. And I was like, the difference in winning and losing is this much. Well, you take that approach, right? But then you start to win and you start to, you know, oh, yeah, yes, oh, yes, coach. Yeah, I got you, coach. We get to this ball game and throw the double pass and we come running up and we kind of stop our feet and then we jump and, you know, Alante's throwing the ball and we're about this far away. And so um, that's what I feel like sometimes on offense. Like it's like this far away, right? Like, like we're, you know, even that last pass, like he's throwing that ball to Jaden. And if that ball doesn't get knocked out of his hands, I mean, Jane's, Jane's got an explosive play, and we're going to kick a field goal. But again, like, so can we strain that much harder? Can we prepare that much better? Can I coach that much better? Like, that's the that's the difference in winning and losing when the margin of error is this tight for us. Like, this this is where the margin of error is, and so we've got to strain more, we've got to battle more, um, we've got to prepare more, and so. Um, it's the same thing on those reverses. Same thing on like some of the plays in the first half. Like we're just we're just that far away from, you know, one guy's making us making us make, you know, making a tackle, and 
Um, all I know, need know, know to do is just I keep going back to the, you know, I keep going back and pounding the rock and, you know, hoping that it splits this week and, and all of a sudden, you know, we score, you score more points. Um, this is an excellent run defense, so you better do it against them. Um, but, but yeah, I, I feel like it's, you know, Malachi catches that seam route and runs and the guy just gets his leg. Thomas catches the ball and the, the first slant and they just run and they catch his leg. Like we're about that far away from making more plays and in a game like that, like that mattered. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, we have who we have. I mean, I really trust our older guys. I trust Luke. You know, I trust tr Ty. I, no, no, there's no group of guys I'd rather be doing this with. Um, you know, um, Corey, our strength coach, came in. He's like, you know, you talk to the guys. And he, he comes in to me on Sunday. He said, you know, I, you know, maybe some of the things we, you know, I said to them and we said to them, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe some of those things affected them, the pressure. And, and let me just say this. I told our freshmen, at the University of Nebraska moving forward, every game in November had better be a big game. It better matter. Okay, so, so yeah, like I was like, well, we should have taken the pressure off of them. That's what's wrong. <laughs> like, you, you got to learn to be so comfortable with all the pressure in the world on you and the game hanging on your shoulders. And so, yeah, we put pressure on the players. <laughs> yeah, we put pressure on ourselves. I, I'm glad that they recognized that, hey, if we won that game, we had a chance to go to a bowl. I'm glad they recognized if they won that game, hey, we were kind of alive maybe in the Big Ten West. I, you have to you have to come face to face with your demons and your fears and say, did, hey, when that was happening, did I play free and loose or did I play tight? You know, like the guys will tell me last year at Iowa, like, you know, you know kind of like, hey, the season was over. You know, they found out, you know, Coach Joseph, who they obviously really respected, was, you know, I was coming, he wasn't going to be the coach. And they just kind of were like, hey, let's go play. And they kind of just went out and played. Well, anybody can play when there's no pressure. Like, can you play with pressure? And so... That is what we're trying to learn. So I don't want them like, I think that's what we sometimes, me and me, I won't say anybody other parents, but I'll say maybe I do. I want to take the pressure off my kids and just, my, my kids have to learn how to deal with adversity and deal with pressure and deal with all these things. Because when you do, you become unflappable. And so we're, we're so lucky that in November, we're learning these things, right? We're learning these things. We're seeing with the adversity. I mean, I talked about the replays, right? That we're not making it about that. Like that happened and yet we still have to overcome it. We're talking about like the turnover. We're not going to make it about any one thing. Every player and coach has to be better under pressure. And that's, that's you know, again, here, here we are this week, right? You know, if we win the game, we get to be bowl eligible. Okay, well, how did talking about that last week help us, guys? It didn't, right? Like the football mattered. So I'm talking about for our team, right? Not you guys, our team. Like just go one and oh. Just, hey, I have an idea. Like when you're playing a third, just play a third. And when you're blocking the D end, just block the D end. And just do what we do and play football. And in the most in the, the most pressure with everything on the line, if you can just sit, be in the moment and say, what's my job to block that guy? And you block him exactly like you always have, that's when you become a good team. And that's what great players that's the benefit of them. Like Christian McCaffrey could sit there with all the pressure in the world. He could just hear the play call and play it as hard as possible and not let anything affect him and then say, what's next? And we didn't do that on Saturday. We, we were in the, we were kind of like this and um, we have another chance this week. And so I'm glad we're in that moment. Mitch, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, when you, to clarify, when you said earlier, when you were talking about the replays, when you said you also lost one game to a team that scouted us, just, just to make sure. Come on, I mean, come on. I'm just saying, come on. I mean, I'm just saying, I feel for our players, right? I feel for our players, right? Like, at the end of the day, like, like they're out there battling, trying to get the bowl eligibility, right? We're sitting there with a five and four record. 
you know, you have a touchdown, a touchdown taken away from us at Minnesota. You have a touchdown added to them at Northwest. I mean, at this game. And let me just say, this, I called Harlan Burnett on Saturday night. I called him, okay, and I texted back and forth with him on Sunday morning. I have the utmost. I don't want to do anything to diminish Minnesota or him. I'm just saying for our guys, I got to sit up in the front of the room. And they say they're watching ESPN and they're watching people talk. They're watching Ryan Walters speak some facts as they're getting ready. They're like, Coach, well, what do you think, Coach? And so, you know, my number one job is always to advocate for these guys and, and, and push these guys to be great. I do want to say that, like, this is kind of, this is kind of, that part of it's kind of, it's, uh, I don't know what the right word, it's kind of crappy, right? It's also good for our guys to learn, like, hey, you know what? No one cares. No one feels sorry for us. Like, those plays happened in this game last week, and you know what? They didn't change the score. And you know what? The other thing happened, and it is what it is, right? Like, we, we just got to control what we can control. Oh, yeah, no, no one's having conversations with me. I mean, I just, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, what's the Husker prayer? You know, dear Lord, the battles we go through in life, we ask for a chance, it's fair. You know, that's all I want. You know, I want every game, I want the 60 minutes of the game to be fair, not tilted one way or the other. And, um, you know, um, I just think, uh, I just think uh, I want to I do things right so our players learn the difference between right and wrong, uh, even in competitive equity. And I think it's a shame when people say, well, would it have mattered? You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, you know, if, if, if it's a great, it's a great analogy, but I'm afraid to use it. But um, you know, so I just, uh, I just, uh, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, other people have talked about it. We all, it, it happened, whether it affected or not. None of that matters to me. I just feel bad for, I feel bad for our guys. You know, as they look at me, like, hey, coach, what are you doing about this? Um, so I do feel like I need to say something on, on their behalf. Um, we carry this record, right? Um, but. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I just want everything to be fair. That's all I care about. You have a large staff. Um, is there one person on your staff, anyone who you don't know what they're doing? When, I mean, how do you keep track of a large staff? Because um, that seems to be the argument that Michigan's making. We just had no idea this person was doing that. Is that something you you would be able to say, or don't you know what every single person on your staff is doing as a CEO and leader of the program? Um, there's not an there's not an analyst on our staff that wouldn't be at a a football analyst that wouldn't be at a away or home game with us. At a home game, there's not one person that doesn't have duties assigned. At an away game, there are some people that we would leave behind. Um, uh, but but there's not an there's not a coaching analyst on our staff that doesn't travel with us and have have a job. Um, so you know, um, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm trying very hard here. I just think, you know, I, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, um, it is what it is. You know, I just, I'm, I'm only speaking for our team. I don't ever want to cast shade on other people and other teams. Like, I've, I've been that guy that, you know, the whole world's kind of taking shots at you and you're, you know, so I'm not saying that. What I am saying is I just want the 60 minutes of the game fair. That's all I want, the 60 minutes of the game fair. And, um, you know, um, if we have a game and it's a big game and we have recruits from all over the country come in and, the game gets ugly quickly and gets ugly right away, and those kids all kind of look at me like, "Well, should I, you know, I mean, even if even if you lost the football game, it's a little bit more entertaining if it's a little closer." So, again, I just want everything. I want everything to be fair. Um, I, but at the same time, like when I called my son after the game, my son said to me, "He said, ah, tough calls, Dad." I said, "Yeah." He said, "Hey, control the controllables." That's my 18-year-old son. So, um, we're going to control the controllables. And again, I, I do appreciate the Big Ten and the way they handle things, like. Um, you know, very communicative, and 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 uh, if you send a play in, they, they get back to you, and you know they don't always agree with you, but you learn a lot about them. So they're doing everything right. Um, so it is it is what it is. All right, thanks, guys.